Hey folks, this podcast is brought to you by RivianStories.com. Please join us there to get the latest Rivian news, pics, and videos from Rivian owners and true fans. We also have t-shirts, hats, and gear guides for your next adventure. And lastly, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even both. It actually does help us grow and keep making content. Thanks. So did you guys hear any good reports about Overland Expo this weekend or not? I saw a couple pictures that I really liked. One here from Ryan. Two, actually. Look at the campsite here. And then look at these. Look at Rivian Stories getting repped here. I don't know where this t-shirt gets sold. <laughs> I love it. I love must, it. Must have been one of the, the lucky orders before we took it down. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So we've got Ryan, Jay, mm-hmm. Scott, and then I don't know who is wearing the R1S shirt, but that's yep. pretty cool. That is awesome. I got some DMs over the weekend, um, but with our camp situation, I didn't get a chance to send you guys any of these pictures. But did you guys hear about the gear tunnel screen slash speaker slash slash projector setup that they had as a prototype out there at Overland Expo? I did. I saw it on Reddit. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, granted we don't have our camp kitchen yet, but I don't think I'm gonna remove my camp kitchen in order to put a you know, a screen or a projector out there. It did look very, very cool, other than the fact that the screen was so big. So it the bottom of the screen started up above the gear tunnel. Mm-hmm. But then from side to side, it went over the bed to the left and covered up the entire, well, not vertically, but horizontally, it covered up the entire passenger door in the back and part of the passenger door in the front. Right. Like, I almost wish they would have make it so that you can open up the spare tire lid all the way to the vertical and then put it there. That way I'm not using the gear tunnel for the camp kitchen. Mm. Yeah, and that was my thought. That is not something that I need Rivian to build an accessory for. Yeah. That is something where I could find a screen and a short throw projector um, that either shoots from in front of the screen or potentially even behind the screen and then right. just set that up wherever I wanted. But my first th- thought was how cool would a setup like that be for tailgating mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and watching sports? I mean, definitely when when I'm camping, you know, watching a movie is not the first thing on my list, but. It is pretty cool for other scenarios, potentially. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm kind of looking around. It's hilarious to see this stinking screen that you can put in the hitch. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, kind of cool, too. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of campgrounds. I mean, it's it, it definitely is becoming a thing. I mean, just even at the campground we were at this past weekend, they had a little, quote-unquote, amphitheater with you know, like power run out to it and a screen for movie nights, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I would definitely prefer your version Skyler of actually, uh, you know, watching pregame, you know, college game day, basically from the truck. 
while you're tailgating before you go to the game would be that'd be pretty mm-hmm. fun. I don't want to sacrifice the cam kitchen in order to have a, a projector. Especially um, if you're tailgating. I mean, especially you if you're tailgating. Have, like, the food's the main thing. I think the uh, to me the biggest news of Overland Expo. I mean, getting back to that was that there was no R1S. Correct. Um, yeah. And you know you don't want that. Not that that's like super important, but I know that we were kind of hoping that we'd see one out there and that some of our buddies out there could report back on some peaks. But um, what do we make of that? We heard that it was at least kind of next, perhaps last minute is the rumor anyway from Rivian management. And do you guys want to speculate on why that might be the case? And if not, if not, why? Like, um <laughs> what kind of feelings it gives us or stuff like that. <laughs> so I'll, it's frustrating. Um, you know, I, I remember going all the way back to March of tw- or May of 2019 at the Overland West uh, of 2019. And that's when the camp kitchen was originally unveiled. Um, Brian and the rest of the guys, the rest of the, rest of the gang, uh, mm-hmm. Guys and gals, you know, showing off um, the camp kitchen in the truck, and they had the truck cordoned off. Then I don't understand why. Um, I mean, they're Overland Expos, East West, Mountain West. They're they are definitely more hands-on events. Um, but who's to say that you couldn't have just cordoned off the R1S? I mean, they you didn't have to have people climbing in it. Um, you know, touching buttons, doing everything else. They mm-hmm. could have definitely have at least been there, cordoned off. You could have had mm-hmm. as many engineers as you want there answering questions um, and showcasing it, but it definitely didn't need to be completely nixed. And again, that's, this is Jimmy talking. You know, it, <laughs> it, yeah, we're, we're ready to at least see it. And that would have been a great place to showcase it for those mm-hmm. three days. I I agree. And I don't think it's necessarily that the R1S is delayed or has quality problems or anything else. It could have just been, hey, all of the, we don't have spare stock of R1S right now that we could have gotten one there in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it could have been any number of reasons why it wasn't there but i do agree it's disappointing that we have not seen an r1s in a public venue that that people could actually get a good look at and it's also not confidence inspiring for r1s (laughs) pre-order holders that it was supposed to be there and it wasn't right yeah it's interesting you say that jimmy about you know you could have just roped it off the other thing it could do is like maybe have a medium is just set it up a certain way. Like, okay, it's overlanding, so we're going to have the seats folded flat with an air mattress back there 100%. so that people can kind of yep. just hop in and out and kind of see what the clearance is like to where you're not pushing buttons and getting to measure third row seat. They're all down, but we're at least demonstrating one thing for overlanders. Man, 100%. You know? that's, a, yeah. that's a great point, Kyle. I mean, you could yeah. have easily just set it up for car camping, glamp, you know, Whatever yeah. you want to call it, Skylar. Um, <laughs> and you I know, call like, it better than a rooftop tent. No, you know. And honestly, I need to either invest in a zero breeze. So, if zero breeze, if you're watching and you want to send me a trial unit, um, <laughs> you know where to find me. Um, 
Well played, Jimmy. But yeah, you know, um, that would have been great. You know, mm-hmm. put it in, put it in a mode that makes it look sharp and mm-hmm. set it up for a sweet car camping trip. Yeah. Show it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To kind of then, I guess, gently try and steer this towards R1S speculation. It's purely that at this point. I mean. Uh, we keep wanting to talk about R1S because we feel like it's just so imminent now for several weeks and months in a row. Um, really, the post that I keep an eye out is this one here from Coach Batch, where a handful of early, like OG pre-order holders posted when they put in their pre-order, their initial guide contact, their PBA, their 8-step, and their delivery time. So there's a handful here. And if, as you scroll down, you'll just notice that although everyone has a PBA except for me, <laughs> no one has their eight-step. Uh, so in, in a way, it feels like we're all in the same boat. And we obviously, if you're just joining us, first show on YouTube, first time listening to the podcast, the latest official news that we've had from Rivian has been that Rivian employees have taken are taking delivery of the R1S through May, and that non-employee pre-order holders will start delivery at the end of May, uh, going into June. Uh, right now, it's May 23rd. Obviously, with no one from ROG list kind of posting eight steps, most of the time when you got those eight steps, the shortest we've seen is a few days. But that's like with a, a lot of times like an, an orphan truck or something like that. I would just assume that... May is looking difficult at this point, and it's going to be June at the earliest. But do we want to talk about R1S, or do we want to skip it? I've got I've got two comments there, Kyle. Mm-hmm. One is that I think the process has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Before, people weren't getting the eight steps until the vehicle was at a local service center. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I've been hearing that people are getting the eight steps and starting the purchase process, even when the vehicle is still in the factory and potentially before it's factory gated. Mm. Um, so it that alone tells me that Rivian is working their way closer to build to order mm-hmm. in in some cases because you're getting assigned a vehicle that may not be completely built yet or hasn't passed QA at the factory much less you know pre-delivery inspection at a service center right. so i think that's an interesting point and with regards to R1S the last that we've heard is that Customer deliveries will start late May and ramp into June and July. And what we don't know there is how to tie any sort of numbers to that. Yeah. Quantify that in any way. I mean, is it going to be three at the end of May and 20 in June and 40 in July? We just don't have any idea at all uh, about those numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a good idea of that, Skylar, until we start seeing those employees 
if they're allowed to post when they take delivery of their R1S. We won't get a good idea on, on their scale of numbers until then. Agreed. Yeah. Well, and even employee numbers may not tell us much about what actual customer delivery scale is gonna look like. True, true, and, and something else to consider, and Kyle, feel free to cut this out, because I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but <laughs> um, I mean, there were a lot of employees that had the R1S pre-ordered, and then once they saw the T for the first time, they, they jumped ship. So there's a good, I don't say good amount, there's, there's a number of employees that I know firsthand that started at the S and ended with the T because they had mm -hmm. never had a truck before and they wanted it. Yep. Another reason for that, Jimmy, is that only the truck was eligible for their early adopter program stipend where sure. Rivian helps, you know, contribute a certain amount monthly towards the purchase of the vehicle for those employees providing feedback and helping make the vehicles better. Yeah, true. Man, the only thing I feel like I'm mad and I'm sitting here searching for the right words and I think I'd put it like this. I just can't ever remember a time of extended silence that followed with like a good surprise. <laughs> You yeah. know, so the extended kind of lull with R1S, you know, keep getting towards these dates without much news at all, just has me preparing for a, long, a little bit longer wait than even I've done so far, being a March-April window. March gone, April gone, May is gone, and I'm just planning on kind of ticking off June as well. Because like Skylar said, that ramp up, I don't know. The only thing that we might have going for us is that it is June and that's the last month of a quarter to where there's this big delivery push. Um, but of course, they could just make that push with all the trucks. I do think that if they can push out some R1Ss that it's cool to say on the next quarterly call, but it's not exactly what investors are looking for. I mean, investors are just looking for overall ramp and production and keep steering towards that 25,000 between all three vehicles, uh, the I, van being one of them. I really think they're looking for both though, Kyle. Okay. And the reason being is I do think there is a greater market opportunity for the R1S mm -hmm. than there is for the T even. Yeah. And mm -hmm. showing progress and showing that, you know, vehicle number two out of three is making progress as well, mm -hmm. I feel like is important to the overall market perception of Rivian. Because mm -hmm. one of the things that everyone has acknowledged is really, really hard. It's hard to launch one vehicle. Rivian's doing three. And so mm -hmm. showing the ability to do vehicles two and three successfully and ramp those as well, mm -hmm. I feel like would provide a lot of confidence to the market. Yep. Yeah, so as a little peek into our RS backers chat, which has honestly become the go-to place for me, <laughs> it's just kind of fun. I mean, this is one long chat with no subject, and it, it just goes <laughs> on every day, all day, and all night from oh, yeah. now until eternity. Um, but it's funny that we're 
you know, trying to count our days, 1,274 days, if I'm counting right. I mean, you do start losing track. <laughs> but to those wondering, there's a great Google tool. You can say, how many days has it been since November 29th, 2018? And it'll just tell you right there. All right, John, just use that tool. Google knows. <laughs> <laughs> So, Skylar, you're over the 1250-day mark. Uh, we did ask any topics for um, episodes this week, and we'll kind of mention some stuff that we'd have to dig in, but love to hear about infrastructure rollout, service centers for delivery and maintenance, charging networks. I mean, we haven't heard much, but do you guys have anything that kind of sticks out as far as this? It sounds like some more ran locations are being discovered or found via um, one of the reddits or one of the twitter sites that Bryce mm -hmm. might be uh, have his have his hands in um, but other than that no no real news on service locations i think boston might have just come online here in the last week mm -hmm. uh, yep. which is great for the northeast um, but for the, like, you know, selfishly speaking for us, you know, Orlando is still the only game in town, uh, for Rivian right now. Um, hopefully Miami comes online and it may be that I suppose that Tampa location comes online here soon because Orlando needs some help. Um, they are getting, they're getting blown up right now. I feel for, I feel for all those guys and gals there in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Rivian did update their website, um, what was this, a couple weeks ago, where yes. service center's located to where they are giving us some updates with some addresses. The interesting thing about that list is those are on-brand, customer-appropriate mm. service centers. Okay. And I'll give you one example. So yep. Houston is on there for Texas but Dallas is not. There is a temporary facility open in mm -hmm. Dallas right now that they're using to do deliveries out of, but it is not the permanent, customer appropriate, on-brand facility that will eventually be open in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Austin service center location is still under construction as well. And I'm hoping that we will see that one officially open this summer, too. Mm -hmm. um, and I can say the same about Orlando. You know, I don't know if you guys have been following um, Tom and Manuel. Uh, they both uh, took delivery in the last couple of weeks uh, there in the greater Orlando area. And they both took delivery at a local park. Uh, there in Orlando versus taking delivery at the service center. And I'm not sure the exact reason on why uh, the park versus the service center, um, considering they do have the service center listed there uh, on Jetstream. Um, yeah, I, def I found that one interesting. And I don't know if we should share this with the audience but you can if you want. I changed my delivery address to 
my brother's address up in the Dallas Fort West Fort Worth Metroplex. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I did that is I don't know how much location is affecting what vehicles Rivian is planning to build and for whom. And I don't know if there is certain distance from an active service center logic in what they're choosing to build or not to build. Matthew just uh, quoted an article that released uh, today. And my quote out of the 45 minutes that I spoke (laughs) with this guy is like the critical one. Which is hilarious. I mean, I absolutely love talking to Steve. Like, he was a great guy and did a great job. Um, And he wrote this article for a radio station, believe it or not, like up in the Chicagoland area. And Tony's quoted in here once. And my quote out of like this 45 minutes uh, and 44 of which was positive came into basically response to a question, which was what can Rivian do better? And I went right towards communication, especially with online communities being conversational, getting in the forums and doing more than blog posts. So uh, this one right here uh, got pulled out for me. So hammered down on Rivian, boom. But we did get a link to the site. So <laughs> I dig it. I, this is the first. This is the first I'm seeing this. That's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, this just posted today. Yep. That's yeah. Awesome. I wasn't aware of it either. And they spelled my name wrong. <laughs> There's no, there's no, I'm not Kyle Skoltz. It's just Schultz. Skoltzy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. And then we got another thing here. Even though, even the Rivian fans have their own merch at Schultz's Rivian Stories, you can pick up a t shirt with the soon. Boom. <laughs> a nod to the fact that Rivian pre order crowd already has experienced plenty of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He, he did a great job. Yeah. I, I love mean, it, dude. That's fantastic. A really good, like, he, he really wrote this well. He did a great job. A um, couple pictures. You'll, you'll have to link that in the description if, yeah. if you end up publishing this segment. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. They did quote Tony, so he obviously got a hold of Tony. Here it is. If speed is your priority and you have a ton of configuration flexibility, then we should be having a different conversation than with someone who says, look, I've been in love with limestone and ocean coast for years and I'll wait for it. Um, And then later on, just a short little blurb from Tony again. You don't expect how deep it goes, which is in response to how much we geek out, how crazy we are. The depths Mm -hmm. of our obsession goes deep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I said that uh, on our chat post March one. Yeah, so this was well written. I'll we'll link to that real quick. Oh well, no, I even love the. Uh, this is a funny, funny graphic they have here. They're counting the days and hours and seconds, and then they have mm-hmm. the forever. And then <laughs> yeah, Rivian's forever program is awesome for the environment but terrible for pre-order holders. Yeah, no doubt. Two different programs, waiting forever for your vehicle. And, uh, yes. Can't think of anything else. You guys got any other topics? I got, I got um, two things. I, w- I want to circle back around to Overland, um, Overland West. I think it's mm-hmm. awesome the amount of 
uh, RS folks that we had that went out to the event, uh, Jay, Ryan, Scott, mm-hmm. um, and then unfortunately, um, I don't know who that other gentleman was rocking the R1S shirt. Um, please um, make yourself known. That way we can mm-hmm. we can highlight you for showing up. Um, and then uh, and all the employees that came out, to, all the Rivian employees that also came out to our uh, to Overland West as well. Um, mm-hmm. to, to showcase the brand. And then two, um, we really need Friday emails to turn back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever at Rivian is listening to this, they are a breath of fresh air. Um, I don't care how boring and monotonous they are. Anything is better than nothing. And even if it's um, the weather in normal, I don't care. <laughs> we don't care. You know, like mm-hmm. something, and, something. And Tony has done a great job, but it's just been, we've been on Tony silence for the last month, I think. As of this week, will be a one month since we've yeah. had. His since last one was 425. Right, so it'll be yep. a month and two a uh, month uh, this Wednesday. Probably month tomorrow, as far or as just your normal thirty sure. day cycle. Yeah, sure. You know, it's just, um, yeah, we don't need production numbers. We don't need anything crazy. We just want to hear and hear from Tony and see how it's going. So for those in the Rivian comms department, give Tony his computer back and let that man post. <laughs> let that man post. Specifically, just using your list segments to pre-order holders, you know. Mm-hmm. And heck, you could even have a double opt-in. Like, okay, do you really want to hear from Tony every every week or two at max, and we can all like re-opt into that list. Yeah, we're in. Yep. Um, well, yeah. I I want to say a couple of things. So number <laughs> one, it doesn't have to be Tony. Sure. Mm-hmm. Number 100%. two, I I don't. Disagree. I don't completely agree with you, Jimmy. Where you're saying <laughs> just give us something like Whether it normal. doesn't. It doesn't have to be meaningful. No, give us at least a little bit of something meaningful every mm-hmm. week. It doesn't have to be extensive, but Rivian knows a lot of the things that we want to know that they have not shared with us yet. It can be little bits of meaningful information every single week, and they could do that for the next two years, mm-hmm. and still have ten still, years worth of content. Still have content to go. Yes, <laughs> yeah. sure. I just, I guess, the reason why I, I make it so, I, I said it so flippant, is because I'd rather there be something than nothing, because I feel like we're we're forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, well, we've got 15 minutes left on this Friday. Why don't we send the guys an email or send the guys and gar- send the guys and gals an email versus an actual, like, set thing that they do on Fridays or a set thing that pick a day of the week. I don't care. But, like, I would rather there be something, even if it's nothing, versus nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I I can understand that, but people also get frustrated with 
fluff or nothing oh, burgers. Sure. And sure. so it's it's a fine line. Do sure. you send out something every Friday if it's going to be if it's going to be fluff or nothing important? To me, that almost frustrates me more than not getting something. However, that's why I say there's many meaningful things that they could send out a little bit of every mm-hmm. week and keep everybody happy. It's yeah. something and it's not fluff. Mm-hmm. Right. There was an email we got like a couple of weeks ago, which listed, it was more like a newsletter because it had several stories with links out. And some people were like, oh, another, you know, we didn't get anything. I'm like, well, that was clearly to just the overall Rivian list, not even just the pre-order list. You know, anyone who's done any kind of email marketing for two months knows that segmentation is the biggest thing, which is why I mentioned, um, to Skylar's point, like you could have good small snippets every week that some people would be annoyed by. So you just need a way to turn that off, but still stay connected to some other list that you want. <clears throat> right. Um, True. I mean, we, we're we still waiting on, I think it was Kim uh, on RS. She posted about the partnership with Oregon and the state parks in Oregon. And we haven't heard the first thing from Rivian about that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't remember the exact numbers of how many state parks there are in Oregon, but that's a newsworthy post, a newsworthy Friday email that we have not heard from Rivian yet on. I will say this, and it's also on the topic of Overland Expo West. I think we need to have Ryan and Scott and maybe Jay on for a backers chat Mm -hmm. to talk to you know, oh, at least yeah. the backer group about the experience there and Agreed. some of the cool things that that they saw. Agreed. That they think are going to be a great fit for their Rivians and for their adventures. And all the secrets that the Rivian employees told them, upper management, <laughs> that we all know. Yes. Okay, folks, that's it for this one. Thank you so much for listening. Please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or both. Again, it actually does help us grow and keep making content. And remember, we hang out with the amazing community over at rivianstories.com every day. Joining is completely free, so please hop on over there and we'll chat with you soon. Again, that's at rivianstories.com. Thanks.